Five bells. Stand by all stations. Attention, all districts. A five alarm fire. Five bells. Move in immediately. That's it. Let's go. Let's go. Fighters, the true-to-life story of our unsung heroes who stand ready to ride by day or night against our most murderous enemy, the Demon of Fire. In just a moment, we'll join rookie fireman Tim Collins as he stands at the window of his bedroom on the second floor of his home, staring down in amazement at the scene in his backyard. This morning, he had taken his young brother Jimmy to the training school for probationary firemen, as Chief Cody had suggested, after the two boys had helped solve the mystery of the mattress fires. But even the thrilling demonstration of a scaling ladder in action, which he and his brother had witnessed, hadn't prepared him for the scene in the yard below. Well, we'll come back to Tim and take a look down there ourselves in just one minute. Fighters, let's join rookie fireman Tim Collins as he leans quietly and unobserved out of the open window on the second floor of his home, his face reflecting both surprise and disapproval as he watches his young brother Jimmy and his pal Jack Carson below. He's thinking it's lucky their mother isn't home at the moment, and he's wondering what Chief Cody would say to the results of Jimmy's visit to the fireman's training school, for he can see what his young brother is making, and he doesn't have to be a mind reader to know what the youngster intends to do with him. Use this ladder you're making, Jimmy. And if you ask me, it isn't a ladder at all. Sure it is, Jack. It's a scaling ladder. Look, the ladder has two poles, and it's got rungs fixed between them so you can climb up it. I'm just finishing nailing on the rungs now. It'll work. Gosh, Jimmy, you'll break your neck. Not if you know how to use it, like me. I saw an expert climb up six stories with one like this this morning. On an old pole. Just one pole with sticks nailed across it that, oh, you can't do it. Well, it was a little bigger and better than this one. I was lucky to find a big iron hook to fix on the end of this, huh? No, I don't know. What's it for, anyway? Well, gee whiz, can't you see, Jack? No. You lean out of a window and reach the pole up to the window above. You hook the hook over that windowsill, and then you climb up it. You mean you hope you do, Jimmy? Look, nobody would be crazy enough to, to use a ladder like this one. Well, firemen do all the time. Oh. Look, suppose there's a fire in a tall building, and your aerial ladder won't reach up to rescue somebody way, way up. What would you do? Well, I don't know. Uh, well, what'd you do? I'd use my little old scaling ladder, that's oh. what. I'd hook it over a windowsill and I'd climb up. Then I'd pull it up after me, hook it over the window on the next floor up. And then I'd pull it up and Yeah, I'd... yeah, 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 I know, I know, I know. And then, uh, how would you get down? Well, the same way, only opposite. Oh. I make sure this iron hook is solid over the windowsill, then I climb down. I hang it onto the window at the foot of my ladder while I unhook it from above. Then I lower it to where I am, hook it again, and start down again. All this with the person you rescued hanging out to your back? Oh, I, uh, I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> what do you have to bring that up for? Well, you've been bragging about going to training school. Come I... on upstairs. Mom's bedroom window is right under the attic window. Oh. I'll show you how Jimmy Collins, the human fly, scales the outside of a building with his ladder. Well, this is what Tim Collins had been expecting. He ducks back in, waits till he hears Jimmy and Jack open the window in his mother's room. 
He enters just in time to see Jimmy with one leg over the sill of the window. And, uh, just what do you think you're doing, young man? Uh, well, gee whiz, look who's here. I, uh... I thought you'd gone to work, Tim. Yeah, I'm due at the rescue company in half an hour. Well, uh, Jimmy's going to break his neck. Uh, do you want to see him? I don't think his technique with a scaling ladder will let him get that far, Jack. Try it and see, Jimmy. Well, you sit here on the windowsill like this, and then you take your pole and extend it out the window so that it'll reach up. And... Oh, uh, gosh, the, the weight of it, it fell right out of my hands, and now it's busted down in the yard. I was waiting for that to happen. I figured you might as well learn your lesson before you got hurt. Oh, but if I could have swung it up to the attic window, I could... scaling ladder's light, Jimmy, but not that light. You push it up along the wall so the weight won't wrench it out of your hands. And then did you, did you happen to think that you'd have to break the attic window to get that iron hook over the sill? Oh, holy smoke, what would your mother have said to that? Oh, that's the least of it. Keeping your balance climbing a scaling ladder takes a lot of strength. It takes practice to keep it from swaying from side to side. This wasn't just a foolish idea, Jimmy. It was downright dangerous. Well, well, gosh, it looked easy enough, Tim. Well, believe me, it isn't. And it isn't something we use unless we have to. Um, you uh, don't think Mom would have to know about this, do you, huh? Well, if you promise not to try anything like this again, I might find I'd forgotten all about it. Okay, I promise. Oh, Tim, if you're going downtown, would you drop Jack and me off near the Butler building? Sure, sure. Down my way to headquarters. Uh, what's doing? Well, uh, they're turning up the whole street along there. Huh? We thought we'd go down and watch them until dinner time. A couple yeah. of sidewalk superintendents, huh? <laughs> All right, I just hope you don't have to imitate everything you see, Jimmy. This <laughs> time, I might come home and find you tearing up the sidewalk. A short time later, the boys at the rescue company have gotten a good laugh from Tim's story of Jimmy and the homemade scaling ladder. And as rookie Colin sees Chief Cody's bright red car pull up outside now, he walks over to let the chief in on it. Only as he nears the car, he sees that it's not Chief Cody in it, but Deputy Chief Dan Moore. Hello, Tim. Hello, Chief Moore. Oh, where's Chief Cody? I thought he... Well, the chief has been called out of town, Tim. He wanted me to tell you. Oh, business of some sort? Yeah, he's going to make an important report at a fire chief's convention. Uh He'll only be gone a few days, but he sure left at the wrong time as far as I'm concerned. Why, sir? Trouble? Oh, that blaze down on Center Street got out of hand? No, that's under control, but it's the butler building that's worrying me now. Oh. I, I just got here. I hadn't heard. Yeah, started in the sub-basement, according to my report. Nothing to get excited about at first, but the second alarm just went in. I want to call the Department Telegraph Bureau and check on available apparatus. Uh, then you'll be going on down there. Yeah, I suppose so. Wouldn't want serious trouble in our local skyscraper. <laughs> well, it doesn't compare with what they have in the biggest cities. Huh? You ever work 12 stories up? I tell you, Tim, big cities are not. That's big enough for me. Oh, say, I just remembered I dropped Jimmy and a pal of his off near there. That street is all torn up. Oh, that's fine. That's all we need for a perfect day. <laughs> Except that. A third alarm and a call for the rescue company. I sure wish Chief Cody was here. Yeah, we'll see you there, Chief. Yeah, and the next time I'm afraid you'll be wearing a Draeger mask, Tim. If they've held that fire to the basement, I got an idea. You boys got some bad smoke and gas ahead of you. Let her roll! Deputy Chief Dan Moore, pinch hitter for Chief Cody in his absence, speaks from long experience. Less than half an hour later, Tim and four of his buddies emerge from the basement of the 12-story building, carrying the limp form of a man in overalls. The crowd behind the fire lines down the street murmurs as they carry him toward a waiting ambulance. But in the cleared area before the building, other firemen go about their tasks with never a glance for the rescue company men in their weird helmets. Heavy hose lines snake into the basement from an engine company pumper, and near it, 
Deputy Chief Moore is talking to a half dozen men. Shortly, Tim Collins joins us. Take a look at the smoke pouring out of the basement, man, and you know what I'm sending you into. Your job is to keep those flames away from the elevator shaft. Yes, the fumes are nothing to what they were in the sub-basement, but they're bad enough. Now, keep low, crawl, keep your stream on the ceiling till you think it's lowered the temperature and thinned out the fumes. That's the only way you'll reach the heart of the blaze. Then let it happen. Good luck. I don't envy no guys, Keith Moore. Well, they didn't envy you a few minutes ago. Uh, did you get that engineer or any other workmen out? Oh, yes, sir. Uh, there goes the ambulance now. Well, let's take a walk toward the building's entrance. Yes, sir. The noise from that pupper is getting me. Uh, thanks, Evan. Yeah. We've held it to the basement so far. Uh, good grief, sir. People are still coming out of this building. Uh, do you know how many offices and people this place holds? You were down in the sub-basement. You don't know the near riot we had on our hands. I've got every man I can spare clearing them out of this place in an orderly fashion. Yes, sir. I bet the hook and ladder boys just love playing traffic cop. Well, as yet, there's nothing else for them to do. And I've got my fingers crossed there won't be. Uh, if we can hold it in the basement and if you can get everyone out, why, you wouldn't even need a stepladder. Those two lifts are what make this no joking matter, Tim. Yes, if she sweeps up an elevator shaft, breaks out above somewhere, and anyone gets trapped... Yeah, that's right. I didn't notice your aerial ladder. You didn't notice it because we can't get a truck that size down this street in the condition it's in. Brother, I hope we don't need it. Well, maybe we won't. But if we do, that really will be the payoff. So what are you looking like that for, Tim? I was just thinking of Jimmy. Jimmy? Oh, you mean your kid brother? Yes, sir. I was recalling something I told him a while ago about how we sometimes had to use scaling ladders. Oh, there now. If you got any pictures of yourself dangling from a pole uh, hooked onto a window nine stories up, making like a human fly, just forget well, it. Well, frankly, I don't mind if I do forget it, Chief Moore. I don't mind forgetting that picture at all. Well, chances are pretty good we won't have to do any scaling. I'll be honest, Chief. Pretty good? Well, just fair then. Doggone it, I wish we could get that aerial ladder in here. Uh, yes, sir. Well, if we can't, we can't. Maybe it's just as well I brushed up on scaling ladder technique, huh, Chief? No wonder Deputy Chief Moore wishes Chief Cody were on the scene instead of away at a fire chief's convention. The way he turns silently away and pretends to study the general situation tells Tim a good deal about what the future may hold. And as he stares up at the 12 stories looming above him, he has a definite sense of what lies ahead in the way of danger. Well, to see what happens, be sure to listen to our next exciting episode of The Firefighters. Deputy Chief Dan Moore, subbing for Chief Cody, will be back to tell you, boys and girls, how you can help the firefighters in your own town right after this message. Now, here is Deputy Chief Dan Moore with a message for all firefighters. Chief Moore. I'm going to suggest that you figure out some way to get out of the house from your bedroom without using the main stairs just in case fire should ever break out. Because if a fire has gotten underway below, it is up that stairway that the deadly heat and gases will come. Always keep that fact in mind. That is all. Deputy Chief Dan Moore and the young rookie fireman Tim Collins will be back on the same station the next time you hear... That's it. Let's roll! Fighters is a copyrighted feature of William F. Holland Productions.